So thou, O son of man, I have set thee a watchman unto the house of Israel. Therefore, thou shalt hear the word of my mouth and warn them from me. Have no fellowship with the unfruitful works of darkness, but rather expose them. Coming to you from an undisclosed location in Middle Tennessee and examining current events from a biblical perspective, this is Bible News Radio with your hosts, Randall and Stacy Harp. All right. Hey, everybody. <laughs> Did we do it? Did we actually do it today? Was this a smooth start on Free For All Friday, Bible News Radio? Hmm? That is the question. That was a miracle. A miracle here in Tennessee on Friday. <laughs> All right, everybody. So what we're going to do today, this is our weekly Free For All Friday show. And we have a hot topic today. Yeah, we do. We have a very, very, very super hot topic of the day. And so I'm going to definitely want you to weigh in. And also, of course, I want to thank Bearface for uh, doing everything. He's so awesome. Before the show, he was telling me that he wants to eat. So yeah, just it's, so been you know, a, it's been a busy afternoon. It was a surprise. Normally when I'd be eating, anyway, I was I had to go shoot an interview and I... Start with last night or early this morning. I messaged the person said, "Or can we do today at one?" And so I got my response at twelve ten p.m. Yes, I can do one. And so anyway, not much time for lunch today. I know. I I told him he should have all the cookies that I asked him to hide and keep away from me. Just so you know. <sighs> yeah, I admit it. I am a Girl Scout fake cookie. Thin Mint Addict. <laughs> Next time I go to Aldi's, I am not buying those cookies. Because they're poison to my heart, my soul, my mind. Yeah, they are. Maybe not my mind. <laughs> anyway, hey, you guys, share this out. And and uh, and then what we're going to do is share with you a couple of things. Like, is it a sign of the times? No pun intended. That great glory's Harvest Crusade is now under attack because a certain company in California refuses to to advertise the Harvest Crusade, which has been around almost 30 years. 30 years, people. Almost 30. It's actually 29, which is almost 30. So we're going to talk about that. I'm going to read you an email that I got from my good friend who has been an activist for years. I'm talking years and years, decades, actually. She's been she's been in leadership in the Eagle Forum, and she's been very actively involved with other Christian organizations ever since I've known her, and I've been involved in this culture war, if you will, for over 20 years very easily. So anyway, thank you guys for coming in. I Can you guys hear me okay? This feels super weird to not like be, be touching the mic. Randall's like, don't touch the mic. Don't do it. But I have to. You know? It's like wet paint. You gotta touch it to see if it's still wet. <laughs> uh, anyway. Alright, so let's say hi to some people. Okay, Rex No Feet is here. Mia is here. Percy Garrett is here. Jonathan and Diane and Stephen and Melanie. And that looks like a sex bot. And that does too. You guys are all here. Yes. What would Periscope be without sex bots, people? 
I mean, seriously. Or repeat bots or or whatever it is, other bots. Bot you, bots. Bots. You do need to get the microphone a bit closer to your mouth because... Um, okay, how's that? Is that any better? That's much better. Really? Because mm. I was hearing you more in this microphone than, uh, than your own. That's for you, bare face. Thank you. I was at Pickleball. I heard the best line ever. I was at, I was at Pickleball a couple of days ago. Actually, this was a couple of weeks ago. And there was this couple that's married uh, that comes and plays with Randall and I. And, and anyway, this couple's older. They're in their 70s. I know. That's kind of old, huh? No offense if you're close. But anyway. But anyway, the lady, the, the woman, she, she was on her way out. And I was playing with the husband. We were both playing you know, uh, <laughs> we, we were, we were both playing. Anyway, long story short, uh, Linda, that's her name. Linda said, Hey, I'm going to go now. I'm going to go home or whatever it was. She said, she's going to leave. And her husband, and I wasn't even thinking about this, but her husband responded to her. Hey, make sure you give your husband a kiss from me. And at first I, I was like, what? That didn't make any sense. You know, <laughs> And then, and yeah, did you just get it? Yeah, okay. So, yeah, so anyway, yeah, that's that's why that kiss came into play right there. <laughs> there's some funny people in Tennessee. By the way, you should move to Tennessee because there's only about 41,000 people in my city, and there's approximately 6 million people in the whole state. Unlike California, which is flooded with people, like almost, what, 39 million people? 39 million people in California. And this story is coming out of California, which is why this is such a big issue. Wait, hold on a minute. Let me try something with your microphone because... Okay. Um, All right. I'm going to like this. Hold on. Boom. Oh, I see Darren's over there. Hey, Darren. Uh, Darren is on Facebook. They're getting sort of a hollow sound unless you're, you know, got your mouth pointed at your microphone. So I want to check something out here. So uh, I'm going to put our uh, logo up here. Logo. And then uh, that's from Film Riot. you got to watch her YouTube channel anyway. I have no idea what you're talking about. Yeah. <laughs> this is where he said, logo. Anyway, you got to Film Riot. Check it out. Where are you putting a logo at? I'm going to put it up right now. Is this like time out for our show? Like Sort of, kind of. But they'll still hear us talking and hear some noise and stuff like that. Okay. But All right. Then we're going to get into this very important story. Yes, we are. Yeah, so, we are. So, logo... Now I'm walking to the other side of the table. And Use I'm, your imagination. I'm. He's coming over here to give me a kiss. Watch. <laughs> he just kissed me on the head and got shocked. Oh wait, now he's taking. still hear us yeah they do oh wait i'm back randall's got his hands all over my mic yeah he does they better be clean mister okay <laughs> See, that's better. yeah was that good for you bareface hmm? my technological guru that's hey. really not any better but no? oh well we'll deal with it oh one heart two hearts hey we're getting some hearts here you guys. Uh, hey, by the way, I forgot to tell you guys we passed 15 million hearts on Periscope. How cool is that? I know it's pretty. It's it's super great. It's yeah, party. It 
All right. <clears throat> okay, so earlier today I got an email from a friend of mine. Her name is Bonnie O'Neill. Her husband uh, and her own a company called O'Neill Storage. And if you live in Southern California, and I know some of you do, uh, you probably have been down the, 40, the 405 freeway or the 57 freeway or 91 or some other freeways that, that they have their storage units by. And I loved, when I lived in California, I loved driving down the freeway. And I, whenever I would drive by O'Neill Storage, I would like, I always love the, the billboards on the side of the storage buildings and sometimes big rigs that they had there because they were always Christian messages, right? Well, Bonnie has been an activist for decades. I mean, she's, I don't know how old she is, but I think she's over 70. I hope she doesn't watch this. <laughs> Stacy, I'm really 50. No. <laughs> No, I think she's in her 70s. Uh, but we go way back. She's, she was with Eagle Forum for a long time. I'm not sure if she still is. But I still get her activism emails. And today I got this email. I'm going to read it to you. It says this. And this is from her. She wrote, Sadly, the Irvine Company and those who manage Fashion Island, okay, which is a ritzy, snooty-type uh, mall down there in Orange County, caved Due to a complaint about the advertisement for the Harvest Crusade, there are some who want to divide us, who find any mention of God or the Bible offensive. But this is not how America was founded. Some of our founding fathers were not Christians, but they all knew the importance of the Bible and God in our lives. Countries without God fail. Countries like America, who have embraced Christianity and have churches dotted all over the country, have prospered for over uh, two centuries. And that's true. And by the way, in case you didn't know, most countries have failed in history, uh, you know, around that 200-year mark. We are considerably past that 200-year mark uh, as America. But anyway, she goes on to say, we cannot allow atheists and troublemakers to dictate whether a banner advertising Harvest Crusade should be removed. It may seem like a small thing, but it is really significant. We cannot allow atheists to influence our communities. I would be interested in knowing how many complaints were received to force the banner at Fashion Island to be removed. Even more than that, I would like the management of Fashion Island to know that I question why they removed it and why they caved to dissenters. How many complaints were filed to cause that decision? Ask them. Call 949-438-1867. I'm going to give that number a couple of times just so you guys can write it down. I might even text it, but it's 949-438-1867. And let them be acutely aware of how many of us are very unhappy with their decision to remove it. I have called their management and politely expressed my concern that they allowed what I suspect was a single complaint or at least a very few complaints, to cause the banner to be removed. Management must be notified so they know our objections, that far more of us resent them making the decision to remove it. And we live in this area and have, sh and have shopped at Fashion Island. They need to know we resent their decision. Trust me, if Fashion Island gets a lot of calls, they will think twice about their decision to take down that banner. Call 949 438 one eight six seven and demand they put the banner back up 
I did, and they said they were grateful for expressing my polite opinion on the subject. We cannot continue to let leftists rule our lives. Time to take a stand. And then, P.S., <clears throat> my husband's company, O'Neill Storage, has a, has a harvest banner hanging for all to see who traveled the 405 freeway. The same man, our group member, tried to intimidate us to take our harvest banner down. We refused to do so. It proudly remains on the 405 freeway. It's a sad day when the leftists come among us, are given preference via their intimidation. Shame on Fashion Island officials. Call 949-438-1867 and voice your concerns. Now, of course, because I grew up in California, I got saved in California. Hard to believe. Can anybody get saved in California? I did. I got saved in public school. Ooh, me too, but on public school, but uh, in California. Yeah. Meanwhile, Franklin Graham, you know, who is the son of Billy Graham, remember that guy who did all these crusades gazillions of years ago? Franklin wrote on his Facebook page the following. He wrote, uh, have we really come to this? Even a picture of a preacher holding a Bible is now too offensive to have on a mall banner in California. My good friend, Pastor Greg Laurie, has a large event coming up in August, and they had a very benign banner designed to promote this 29-year-old annual event. And the picture of the Bible didn't even say the word Bible on the front of it. By the way, I should tell you, my neighbor in California, many years ago, went to a Harvest Crusade and got born again. Just so you know. So there is fruit of that. I mean, she's a very devout Christian today. Uh, anyway, Franklin goes on to say, Nonetheless, someone complained and the mall called Fashion Island had the banners taken down. They said people weren't comfortable with the photo of the Bible. So when the ad design was redone with no Bible photo, the owner of the mall, who I understand is Irvine Company, then told the church they wouldn't advertise the event at all. And that's actually true. Now, CBN News picked this up. We're going to read the article that they wrote in a minute. Franklin Graham says this, This should concern us for our nation. The word of God and the name of Jesus Christ are an offense to many, which, of course, we know is in the Bible. I wish they knew that the Bible holds the answers to what troubles the human heart. God wants to heal broken hearts and bring comfort, wisdom, and peace to all who will turn to him by faith in his son, Jesus Christ. I can't explain everything in the Bible, but I do believe every word of the Bible by faith. What do you think about what happened with the banners? Will you pray for the Harvest Crusade and invite your friends? And then you can go to harvest.org and learn more. And by the way, it has been reported that approximately nine to 10,000 people give their lives to Jesus Christ at a Harvest Crusade every year with about 90,000 people in attendance. So, uh, so here is the article from CBN News. I think I sent that right. I sent that yes, to you, you did. Right? Yeah, you did. Yeah, I did. Okay, and this actually shows the actual picture, you know, there of the, of the, the, the banner, the, the billboard. And it's so funny because here in Spring Hill where we live, there's a big billboard debate going on here too. <laughs> not the same. It's not for the same reason, but it is an interest. It is kind of interesting. Just think, think of that. Okay. So it says here, CBN News reports, evangelist Greg Laurie has been forced to take down a series of billboards depicting him holding a Bible, advertising his upcoming harvest outreach. The ads had been posted at a popular mall in Southern California. Uh, Lori and Harvest Crusade contracted 
Irvine Company, a real estate company in Southern California, to advertise the upcoming SoCal Harvest. The event will be held August 17th through the 19th at Angel Stadium and is expected to draw tens of thousands of people. By the way, we used to literally live around the corner from Angel Stadium, so that's why I'm really, really, you know, familiar with this event because it was always right after our anniversary and, you know, there was always a lot of publicity about it. Uh, The company agreed to post large billboards promoting the crusade at Fashion Island, a prestigious outdoor mall in the center of Orange County. And by the way, it is. Fashion Island is one of the nicest malls in Southern California. However, after uh, claiming the religious imagery, imagery on the ads provoked multiple complaints, including, quote, a serious threat, unquote, the Irvine company mandated the billboards be modified Harvest complied with the request and resubmitted new ad artwork without the image of the Bible. Ultimately, however, the changes were not enough to resolve the situation as the Irvine Company decided to completely remove all the advertisements and billboards for the Crusades. There was nothing overtly religious about it, John Collins, Harvest Executive Director, told CBN News. The Bible depicted in Lori's hand did not have a cross, religious symbols, or even the word Bible on it. We changed it to a more simplified ad that simply said harvest, giving the dates and some of the musical artists that are going to be with us. Then they came back and said they just wanted the ads completely removed and they they refunded us. By the way, on here it looks like Chris Tomlin, Mercy Me, Passion, and Phil Wickham were the ones that were actually on on the thing, so right. so this along is, with Jordan Pelise, uh, Andy Minio, and Lincoln Brewster. Okay, CBN News attempted to contact Irvine Company officials for comment on this story, but did not receive a response back prior to publication. However, the contract between the business and Lori reads, "Quote: Management reserves the right to not display any materials that could be constructed as vulgar or offensive." I think they probably I think they mean construed, construed, not constructed. But I did read the word right, just so you know. Okay, anyway, while Harvest is disappointed that the billboard ads were removed, Collins says this has less to do with the company and more to do with the culture. We're certainly not upset with the Irvine company. Obviously, they're catching heat for allowing us to run these ads. We feel it's just unfortunate that people are complaining, he emphasized. It's sad that our culture is at this degree of intolerance. There's such intolerance against Christianity that we aren't allowed to state that or to publicly advertise this event. That's amazing. And it's stupid for the company to do this because Orange County has some of the most biggest uh, Christian megachurches in the state of California. I mean, there's Saddleback. Uh, there's Calvary churches all over the place. There's Harvest Christian Fellowship, which is actually in Riverside. But there's, you know, Jack Hibbs Church in Chino. I mean, there's mega churches all around that area. And people from all around that area go to that thing. Now, I actually found that the statement from Irvine Company on their website. It's very brief. It says here, uh, statement regarding SoCal Harvest billboards. Billboards for the SoCal Harvest event were removed from Fashion Island and Irvine Spectrum Center after complaints were received. We are reviewing our internal protocol to better manage future advertising requests 
and we have apologized to Pastor Lori. So that's it. Now, what's interesting to me, though, is I actually called them up like a couple hours ago after I found out about this story. And, um, and the lady that I talked to, you know, asked why I was calling or where she could direct my call. And I said, well, I wanna, I'm calling because I want to talk to the management. May I ask what this is concerning with a slight defensive tone in her, in her voice? And I said, yeah, I'm calling about the bigotry against Harvest Crusade. Um, and the whole billboard situation, instantly she got a little bit defensive. Um, and and I said, you know, I just, you know, found out about this, and I, I think it's a wrong move. Well, can we take your phone number and call you back? I said, sure. I said, I host a radio show, by the way, so I really would like to talk to your person there in the management. And they actually, and she said, well, I'll take your number, and they'll get back to you. So I said, well, can I ask you a question? She said, yes. I said, have you been getting a lot of phone calls about this? And she said, no, you're, you're the only one I've gotten so far. Well, I know that that's not true because Bonnie called a couple of times. And I actually emailed Bonnie back. I said, hey, Bonnie, this is what I was told. And, <laughs> and uh, Bonnie emailed me back. She said, no, they've been getting it a lot. I mean, you would think with Franklin Graham putting it out, Irvine would be, this this company, Irvine company, would be like slammed. When Franklin Graham puts out stuff, all the press looks at it because it's Franklin Graham. So here's my call to action. You guys who live in the Southern California area or not, you don't even have to live there as far as I'm concerned, but, um, but you know, if you leave your, leave your info, I would, uh, you know, definitely... Um, you know, if you live there, you tend to have more weight. Uh, those of you who are in California anyway, here's the phone number to call. Call 949-438-1867. Okay, 949-438-1867. And tell them what you think. You know, obviously be polite. You know, don't be like, you guys are evil, blah, 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 blah. you know. Uh, but call them up and, and say, hey, you know, in fact, the guy, uh, his name is Scott, I believe. Let me look here. I, I looked that up, too, when I did this. Hold on just a second. Or you can email the Irvine Company, um, and I can give you that email, too, because I looked it up, because it's right there on the website that I got this other info off. Um, I'm just waiting for my computer to finish opening up my graphic for me. Oops, it did the wrong one. I think it's this one. Yeah. Okay, so here is the, here, here it's Scott Starkey, but the email is SS, as in Sam Sam, T-A-R-K-E-Y at IrvineCompany.com. And I just, I should probably make sure that I give you the right first name. I'm pretty sure it's Scott because, yeah, it is. It's Scott Starkey, S-T-A-R. K-E-Y, so Starkey, get it, Starkey. Anyway, Scott Starkey, um, and, the, and the email, again, is, is sstarkey at irvinecompany.com. So you guys, write down that email, and you email them, and tell them, on behalf of Bible News Radio, you're calling, and you're emailing them to tell them that you don't think what they did was very nice. So, just so you know. And, you know, ask them why. I mean, what was the complaint, really? What, the Bible? What, the Bible's so threatening. I know, it is. Oh my gosh, I have the Bible here. It's in my hand. What are we going to do about it? Oh my gosh, it's so scary. Drives me crazy.
Uh, Darren makes a good point here. Okay. What's the point? Yeah, of course it's not going to cooperate the first time I bring it up. He no. says, it says if, if there was a serious threat, were the police notified? Right. Making terroristic threats against the mall is a crime. And if it's based on a Christian banner, it's a hate crime based on religious hatred. Exactly. So, That's a great point, Darren. Yeah. And and for those of you who would say, well, yesterday or sometime, sometime this week, we were talking about a business, the right to refuse, like Masterpiece, you know, bakery, right to refuse making the same-sex wedding cake. Well, certainly the mall can refuse to have any sort of advertising. Indeed, they can. There's not a problem with that. And as the, they're on CBN, you know, the, the Harvest spokesman saying, yeah, we don't have a problem with with the Irvine company, you know, or they're, you know, it's it's the people complaining. That's that's the issue at hand. Is the culture have we gotten to such a place that someone pictured you might interpret, you know, you saw the photo of the of the sign is like sort of a silhouette kind of thing of a could be construed as a preacher holding a, a black rectangle. You know, it's like that's offensive. That's a preacher with a Bible. And that's that's offensive. It's like, okay, well, we'll take that off. And Irvine Company was, yeah, because people complained about that. Okay. And they revised the artwork. I'm sure that wasn't cheap to revise artwork and print new signage and all that, which they did. And it's like, well, we got complaints still. Just the idea of harvest. They dropped Crusade, dropped the imagery of a <laughs> what could be construed as a Bible and just called it Harvest SoCal. And here, Greg Glory. Here are some bands, well, you know, that's still too offensive for some people. So, this is too Christian. Is this this where we are? That that's, okay. that's perceived as offensive? The word harvest and gray glory? Well, okay, so I posted, I, I will, okay, let's make sure everybody gets the email right. It's SS, as in Scott Starkey. So, SS. T-A-R-K-E-Y at IrvineCompany.com. Okay? I, I, I put it in the chat. Hopefully you guys can see that. Okay? But it's two S's and then Tar Key. Right? So it's Star Key. S Star Key. Scott Star, Starsky. S-S-T-A-R-K-E-Y? <laughs> yeah. It's Star Key. It's Starkey. That's the last name. All right. At? IrvineCompany.com. For the folks on Facebook. Yes. I'm going to... And the phone number, should you choose to call and be and say, hey, this, is, this isn't cool, is 949-438-1867. So that's 949-438-1867. Yeah, and you know what? Hey... I have no problem calling a company when they do something like this. Because you know what? I will tell you, this is where the liberals and those who hate, you know, who hate God, really. I'm not saying all, I'm not saying liberals hate God. But what I am saying is, is like the gay agenda, just as an example. Man, they know how to network and pounce on things and, you know, do all this other stuff. But when it comes to Christians getting their, their rights violated or something happening to them, it's like, what? Did you say something? Oh my gosh, three people will call. 
all of you call. I don't care where you're at in the world. I mean, if it's long distance, you might not want to call. But you know, the lady hung up on you. So, Stephen, did you call? Because... <laughs> Because what I definitely want to know is if you really do call, tell me what happened. Because I want to know. Because I will talk about it more. And I will continue to tell you to call them. Because uh, I know a lot of people in the media. But the thing is, though, frankly, Graham put this out. So I'm sure, I'm sure that uh, they are really not happy right now with him either. But you got to think about who Franklin Graham is. His dad was Billy Graham, right? And Billy Graham Crusades were, you know, big, huge events. The greater underlying story here for me, though, is this is, this is, okay, it is a business issue on one hand, but the underlying issue is it's an issue of the gospel itself being rejected and, you know, put out. Because I guarantee you that if somebody in our audience decided, hey, you know what, I'm going to go ahead and, and, uh, advertise the Burning Man event or some new age atheist weirdo event, you know, and go to the Irvine company and say that they want to put up the ad for their campaign there where they're going to have tens of thousands of people show up. Most likely, uh, nobody's going to complain and that ad is going to go up. If it was a Muslim event, same thing, right? Same thing. It would happen. It would go up. Why? Because Christians don't walk around going, oh my gosh, that's such an offensive ad. <laughs> you know what? And if a Christian did, and we did file a complaint, do you think that they would they would remove it based on one thing? Okay, so I posted this on my, on my Facebook, and a friend of mine, Kathy, who I absolutely love and adore, she actually wrote this, and, I'm, and I, I don't know if she's watching the show, but I love Kathy. And I understand where she's coming from, and I want to read what she said. She said, um, she said, Stacey Lynn Harp, you know, I love you, girl. Yeah, I know, she does. Hard not to love me, right? <laughs> and I love her, actually. But, and she says this, but just as everybody has the freedom to fly what flags they want, who they worship, etc., Fashion Island has the choice uh, from an advertising perspective to put up whatever banners they want. It's business doesn't mean these people are atheists. Assuming that they are is not fair. I'm not an atheist, but I wouldn't put uh, his banner up either. I have my reasons for not being a fan of his. Religion is a personal choice. Who advertises it is a choice. No doubt that advertisement will be put up a block away. And I agree with Kathy. I agree on the face of it. This is a business issue, and it's a stupid business issue in my opinion it's a stupid business decision that Irvine company made that was dumb I mean if you're gonna uh, let's just let's let's just go with the the idea that it really was an atheist and I tend to lean toward the fact that it was because who do you want to offend more do you want to offend like 80 or 70 percent of the population that identifies as Christian, or do you want to identify the one little dinky percent that claims they're atheists? Well, it's it's the old adage: the squeaky wheel gets the oil. Okay, so I agree, uh, and this is what I wrote Kathy back. I said I agree with you in principle. A business should have the right to refuse service, but in this case, it was atheist, and the lady whose words I quoted had the same issue with them and their company. I already read the email there. They tried to bully her and her husband into not having the banners on the side of their storage buildings that are off the 405 freeway where everyone drives by. 
in my almost 20 years of covering these issues, it's actually really been longer than that, just so you know, um, it's usually atheists who are behind these types of complaints or those who appeal to a liberal form of Christianity who are more interested in the social justice message than the one of evangelism and discipleship. Interestingly, though, uh, I believe the Harvest Crusade is also going to be giving stuff out to the poor um, as well. So that actually falls within the social justice movement for the most part, the, uh, the things that they like to emphasize in that movement. But the overall issue is it's a spiritual issue. The Bible was targeted specifically because Greg Laurie was holding it in his hand. So who would target the who would target the Bible if not an atheist or something? And given all the stories that are always about atheist complainers coming against Christians, I tend to lean towards the fact that it was... But even when that was taken off, the revised artwork, and they put up a new sign without the image of him or the Bible. Right. And they took Crusade off, just called it a harvest, with some names of some musical artists. Apparently that was still offensive. Because they knew the association of Harvest and Greg Glory with Christian fanatics. You know, it's interesting. <laughs> you know, I was just thinking this thought came to mind. How in recent times, you know, you talk about the social justice warriors and not. And I'm thinking about sneezing, just so you know. But Don't think about it. Just do it. All right. She told me to. <laughs> I have power, people. All right. So, <laughs> anyway. Um... You know, we've modern day evangelism is like this secret agent evangelism. Secret agent man. Yeah, we've got secret. we've got the you know seeker sensitive churches. You know, we we do all the programs and offer bingo and everything the world offers in the coffee shop. You know, to get people into the church, which is which is wrong. You know, that's not biblical evangelism. It's going out. So looking at biblical evangelism, when the apostles went out, you look at Apostle Paul going to places. Aaron says, God bless you. Just well, so thank you know. you. Hi, Aaron. Just saw you yeah. over on Facebook. Yeah, okay, yeah. I'm just comments are only refreshed every thirty seconds over here, so I see it now. Um uh, you know, when Paul went out and you know, you see you see in the book of Acts the apostles going out to to evangelize, to bring the gospel it's not like, well, let's um, let's do, you know, let's do a picnic in the park, and then anybody who's interested, you know, they they went out just telling the gospel, plain and simple, that you know, God came into the world to save sinners, of whom I am chief, you know, that kind of thing. Uh, you see, as they went into the city, we don't have their exact words recorded often. Uh, sometimes we do, as they encountered religious people. Um, as it happened, I think, in, uh, I'm trying to, I don't want to get mixed up where they went afterwards. I'll just say the incident of where the uh, crippled man was healed, and then the religious people, they weren't, they were worshippers of, you know, the pantheon of gods, and they called uh Paul Zeus and uh they called Paul Hermes I think and then Barnabas Zeus one of those anyway 
<laughs> and we're going to sacrifice to them. And they use that, hey, we're, we're not gods, we're mere men, and use that opportunity to preach the gospel. But anyway, I feel like I'm just rambling now, but there wasn't, oh, we don't want to... They said it was illegal. Okay, wait. Go ahead. I'm... It's like, we, we, we don't, you know, when we evangelize, we want to do it like really under the radar and under the covers, you know, lest there's any sort of initial offense. And you know, we need to go out there and, you know, and say, you know, into the alley and, psst, come over here. I want to hear the gospel. You know, <laughs> seems like that's what it's, it's coming to instead of just, um, not a proud, but an unapologetic, unashamed, and I mean unapologetic. It should be apologetic in the true sense of the word, out of reason. But uh, uh, a non... English needs a better word. A non-regretful form of evangelism. Anyway, I'll be quiet now. You don't have to be quiet. <laughs> Okay, so I was, I was reading back, back through some of the comments. Okay, so Stephen says, the lady hung up on me. Uh, I, I think I said, did you really call? And he said, I did. And then he went on to say, they said the Bible is a symbol. Um, and I think earlier I, I read that you said that it was illegal. Did they say that it was illegal? They said it was illegal. That's interesting. And then Dana D says, I love Christian music, but sometimes I wonder if they are all genuine. Well, there's... That's, yeah. a, that's a whole... That's n- another topic. That's but a whole other can of soup. Vegan Gaines said, I love the Bible. I have mine attached to my keychain. Okay, so that's good. Um, and, and then somebody else asked the question... I, It'd be okay. hard to lose those keys. I'm just trying to find it here. Depending on the size of the print. The other question is, what does born again mean? Patriots United. That's actually a good question. John chapter uh, 3, right? Yes. Okay, we can talk about that in just a second. But I want to throw something out to you guys. Diane brought to my attention today that our email uh, opt-in was not working right. So Bareface fixed it before the show. No, I did not. No, he didn't. Never mind. I did not fix it. I was trying to. <laughs> he was trying to fix it. Okay, but here is here is the thing. Okay, so here is the thing. If you want to be on our email list, and I definitely want you on it, um, then you can message me privately on Twitter or in Facebook on our page. If you want everybody to know your email, you can put it there on your Periscope thing, uh, all that. But I'm also going to be, I'm going to start using a service where I can text you a text message uh, to right to your phone and give you an alert when the show's going on, you know, give you a heads up like, hey, in 10 minutes, Bible News Radio starts or whatever with links and stuff. I'm going to be using this service. Uh, so if you guys want to become a part of that texting team as far, you know, as me doing this, then I want you to, again, send me a message privately. And you can either give me your phone number now or I think on Monday we'll have the service up. I'm, I'm waiting for them to approve my keyword. That's why... That's why I haven't, I'm not telling you where to text, because otherwise I go, hey, just text Bible News. Bible News is going to be the keyword and to my phone. And then once I get you there, then I'll be able to text you. And this could be a little paid service, but I think that um, I know a lot of my friends have said, hey, you know, I, I, I missed your show. And I'm like, well, if I can just text you, <laughs> text all of you at once, then, 
you know, say, hey, here it is, and here's the link, go watch it or whatever. So put on if you, you like that idea of getting a text message to remind you of the show or get a, a special alert like this. Like I could have texted you two hours ago and said, hey, just so you know, <laughs> Greg Glory and the billboards are not being used. So, uh, yeah, just put a one. Let me know if that's something that you would you would opt into if I actually set that up because I think it's a I think it's a great idea. Personally, I like getting text messages uh, probably more than anything. Um, I like email too. Email and text are my favorite. So Melanie said yes. Okay, that's good. All right. Also, let's not forget Ariel Ministries is our very generous sponsor of our show. And this month we are talking about this book here, Messiah, Yeshua, Divine Redeemer. Great little Bible study here. Uh, we want you to get that and get your hands on it. This is uh, available over at ariel.org. And also easier to find it just on our resources page. Okay, so let's go to the resources page. Um, go over to the resources page then and uh, click through that over there. But you can, don't forget to use the coupon code Bible News, then you save 20%. And those of you who are putting one yes that you want, you want the text message, make you know, if you want to get on before Monday, then send me your phone number uh, and I will put you in manually once I get everything set up because. I pretty much got it set up. I'm just waiting for them to do that. I wouldn't see it till I went into my messages. Okay. Well, usually text messages come right up on the phone. Uh, so I don't, I don't know what kind of phone you have, but they, they pop up right there. Anyway, um, so there's that. And then, uh, let's see. What's the other thing I was going to tell you? Bullhorn. Are you guys following us on Bullhorn yet? Hey, get Bullhorn. Go to getbullhorn.com. Follow us over there. I'm putting up our show on audio. You can listen to it over there. I know they're trying to get more people over there on the app. So if you're already on the app, awesome. If you are not yet, please join us over there on Get Bullhorn. You're still putting up your devotions, right? Uh, that's correct. Awesome. All right. Yeah, Bullhorn is pretty cool. Now, Stephen, your, your account was stuck in live mode and it was bugging me so I unfollowed you and I'm I'm I want to follow you back but I messaged Bullhorn and I said hey can you get this out of here because it's driving me crazy to see that live thing that you're on there live um and so once that's gone I'll follow you back so because because it that type of thing irritates me <laughs> it's not yeah. you it's not you it's me that that it's like oh it's not he isn't live right now it drives me crazy anyway yeah I'm took me a couple times to figure that out. I'm like, oh, he's live. And I listened it's to it. And, was like, and then and then I came back some, you know, the next day at a different time. Oh, he's live again. Like, listen, yeah. it's like, well, this is the exact same thing I heard <laughs> before. And uh, anyway. Yeah. Uh, um, and then don't forget also we have the Ariel Bible Study on the website too. Uh, you guys, make sure you download that. Uh, we are going to be changing how we deliver that in the future so make sure you download this one because it's not going to be available this way again in the future um and that's on the um resources page on the resources page it's titled why is god saving gentiles today you're wondering about oh yeah the live thing yeah it's a bug in bullhorn i don't know i mean it's bullhorn is still a, a young app so that's it okay let's see here Okay, come and see. Okay, all right, good. Oh, you got it up there. It worked. 
Yeah, we were having some problems with our site. Uh, I think it was just a caching issue. It's Gotcha. All right. All right. All right. Awesome. Okay, so um, I... Um, have a dog that's heavily panting next to Bearface. Can you hear him? He he pants really heavy. Um Me the dog. The dog. You guys uh. can't hear him. Alright, so let's talk about the, the question about what does born again mean? Do you want to address that, Bible scholar, or should we begin to address it? Sure. Let me uh get the text here. Alright. John chapter three now, this is interesting, especially from a Jewish perspective. Definitely. John chapter 3 is real interesting. I'll tell you, while Randall's pulling that up, one of the things that I will say is that uh, in the Jewish culture, uh, the rabbis, they understood that you could be born again numerous times, right? Right. So the terminology itself, uh, remember, it's a, it's a Jewish audience that John was writing to when he wrote this book in the Gospel of John, chapter 3, uh, in this conversation with Nicodemus, who is, you know, one of the high, you know, uh, scholars of that time. So, I will read the text. How about I do that? And then, Bareface will explain it, because he's, he's really good at it. Well, I've got the, I've got the uh, King James text ready to roll, but if you're going to read it, I probably have to change that, right? Oh, I can change it. I'll change it to the KJV, just for you. Okay, here it is. Okay. So it says here, There was a man of the Pharisees named Nicodemus, a ruler of the Jews, who was, he was, a ruler of the Jews. That same came, or rather, the same came to Jesus by night and said unto him, Rabbi, we know that thou art a teacher come from God, for no man can do these miracles that thou doest except God be with him. Jesus answered and said unto him, Verily, verily, I say unto thee, except a man be born again, he cannot see the kingdom of God. So here we have Yeshua actually saying this, by the way. The word verily, verily is like truly, truly, you know, and it's said with emphasis. It's like, hey, listen up, listen up. <laughs> I say uh, unto you. If we, if I would bring up the Greek text, we see the transliteration of, of the Hebrew slash Aramaic, uh, amen. Gotcha. Amen or Omen. Nicodemus said unto him, How can a man be born when he is old? Can he enter the second time into his mother's womb and be born? Jesus answered, Verily, verily, I say unto thee, Except a man be born of water and of the Spirit, he cannot enter into the kingdom of God. That which is born of the flesh is flesh, and that which is born of the Spirit is spirit. Marvel not that I said unto thee, You must be born again. The wind bloweth where it listeth, and thou hearest the sound thereof, but cannot, canst, canst, canst not tell whence it cometh, and withereth it go. So it is everyone that is born of the Spirit. Nicodemus answered and said unto him, How can these things be? And Jesus answered and said unto him, Art thou a master of Israel, and knowest not these things? Verily, verily, I say unto thee, we speak that that we do know and testify that we have seen, and ye receive not our witness. If I have told you earthly things, and ye believe not, how shall ye believe 
if I tell you heavenly things. And no man has ascended up to heaven, but he that came down from heaven, even the Son of Man which is in heaven. And as Moses lifted up the serpent in the wilderness, even so must the Son of Man be lifted up, that whosoever believeth in him should not perish, but have eternal life. That's ending at verse 15, and then, of course, the most famous Bible verse quoted ever is the next verse, so. Right. Okay. All right, Bareface, take it away. Explain the whole born-again thing in the Jewish in the Jewish uh, understanding. Because sure. for those of you who don't know, this is super fascinating. And um, in the context with Nicodemus, it's actually really cool. Yeah. Um, or maybe I'll just put the text box up instead of my face, something kind of like that. Anyway, Yeshua says, verily, verily, or amen, amen, that's kind of interesting because just as we do now, someone says something you agree with, we say amen, or if you're Hebrew, you would say amen, if you're, if you're, um, if you're Aramaic, speaking Aramaic, you would say amen. Anyway, it basically means it is so, or so be it, or that's right. I mean, the same thing we use it for today, amen, amen you know, the anglicized version of it. And that was the way it was used in the first century. Somebody would say something that they, you know, found agreeable or you would say, right on, that's so true. And someone would verify that by saying, Amen, Amen. But Yeshua didn't wait for anybody to say it. In fact, he began his statements with saying, Amen, Amen. <laughs> I say to you, he didn't need anybody's approval of what he said, anyone's validation of what he said. He started with validation. Basically, hey, this is a fact. You can take, this is a fact, Jack. <laughs> you know, you can take this bank. What I'm about to tell you is is yes and amen. I don't need anybody's approval. I'm starting out with telling you this is this is spot on. Very, very nice. Except a man be born again, he cannot see the kingdom of God. So Nicodemus, saith unto him, how can a man be born when he is old? Well, say, well, time out. How can a man be born again, or how can a, how can a human being be born again when, when they're a minute old, a second old? You know, how can a baby be born again? As soon as you exit the birth canal, that's it. But Nicodemus doesn't just ask, how can a person be born again? He asks, how can a man be born when he is old? See, in uh, rabbinical Judaism, uh, rabbinical thinking and writings, there are six ways that a man can be born again. First of all is upon him being coming 13, you know, a, a bar mitzvah, son of the commandment. A young man is held responsible, accountable for knowing the law himself. And that's what that is, becomes a son of the commandment, rather than son of just his, his parents, or his guardians, his son of the commandment, the law. So bar mitzvah, that's one way, that's a new stage in life, they call that being born again. Uh, another uh, way of being born again is when a, a man got married. And that's, that's a new, it's, it's a new stage in life, is being born again. Well, how do we know that, was Nicodemus married? Well, of course he was. How do we know? Because he was a ruler of the Jews. He was a member of the Sanhedrin. And so there he had to be a married man. That was a, a qualification for that. All right. Another way for a man to be born again was to become king. Well, 
he wasn't going to become king anytime soon because under the Roman Empire, that just wouldn't happen, and he's not of the Davidic line, so he can become king. Uh, another way for to be for man to be born again is if he converted to Judaism. He was a Gentile, but became a proselyte, became converted to Judaism. That wasn't going to happen with Nicodemus because he was a Jew by birth, you know, ethnically, and and Jewish, you know, from his upbringing, religiously, uh, a Jew. So he wasn't qualified for that. Uh, and another way of being born again was when uh, a person became the, the ruler of uh, yeshiva, or the head rabbi of a, a rabbinic school. Well, Nicodemus had done that already. How do we know? Yeshua says to him um, in verse 9, Art thou a master of Yisrael, and knowest not these things? A title, master of Yisrael, or... Uh, some translations say teacher of Israel. Uh, that is uh, a way of saying uh, the head rabbi of yeshiva, of a, of a rabbinic school. And so we've done that. So, um, and, and at age 30, you know, that was a way, that was a new stage in life. I think I've covered the six. So bar mitzvah, king, uh, proselyte, uh, 30, married, and yes, uh, head of a rabbinic school. He didn't qualify for two, and he'd done everything else, um, because we knew he was 30 and married because he was at least that old, because he was a, uh, a ruler, a ruler of the Jews, member of the Sanhedrin. So, he had done it all, uh, every way possible, Nicodemus had been born again. And so, except a man be born again, he got to the kingdom of God. Therefore, his question, how can a man be born when he's old? You know, I've, I've gone through all the stages of life. I've gone through all the ways to be born again. You know, can I enter into second times, mother womb, and be born, start life all over again? Anyway, Yeshua goes on to say, well, verily, verily, Except a man be born of the water, which is physical birth, you know, the, 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 the you know, the um, amniotic sac breaks, you know, her water broke, we say that prior to a, a delivery, um, you know, before a child is born. End of the spirit, okay, you have to be a physical human being, you have to have been born of water, but also of the spirit, the second sort of birth, not just being born again in these ways of natural life, but is spiritual. It goes on to say that was born of the flesh is flesh, and that which is born of the spirit is spirit. And we could go on and really t take this apart, but just on the born again part, uh, Yeshua would say, I'm talking about a whole new way, a new, whole new stage of life that has nothing to do with physical stages of life, doesn't have to do with ages, doesn't have to do with things with this uh, material life. I'm talking about something, the spirit, you have to be born of the spirit. It's one thing to be born of water, that is, have a human birth and, and experience these stages of life and, and these events of life, but this is something completely different. This is something spiritual and a new kind of birth. So, I'll stop there. I could go on, but I won't. Okay, so isn't that cool? Isn't that fascinating? I think it's totally fascinating. Um, 
And so hopefully the guy that asked that question is still here and he listened to it, listened to the answer. Why does that sound funny to me? Because you're below the microphone now. I am below the microphone. Yeah, really? Okay, that's probably better. When, uh, well, no, it's, I think it's worse off. Really? Yeah. Oh. Get maybe, your, maybe if I turn my get, volume get, up. Put the microphone below your mouth. Put it below my mouth. There we go. There we go. All right. All right. As you were saying. As you were saying. <laughs> you knew I was going to go there. Sorry. My bad. Okay. <laughs> hey, remember, I live in the town called Fun. Just so you know. Uh, okay. So, speaking of that, oops. There's a couple of things I want to tell you. Oh, I didn't know that. Okay. <laughs> Randall's kicking my foot under the table. Okay, anyway, so there's a couple of things I want to tell she you. She was pulling my trackball into the center of the table. Yeah. Next Friday, Vicki Fitch is my guest here on the show, as far as I know. So if you want to learn super great stuff. By the way, you guys who are all part of the Fitch 5K, you should definitely go into her group and look at the Fitch Pelagio, or however you say that, the name of the map. Just saying. Fitchipelago. Fitchipelago Like app. an arch- archipelago. Yeah. This app, I mean app, this map is super cool. And the book Direct Selling 101 is very, very good. When you consider the undertaking it's been for her to write this book, uh, it's, honest, it's, it's really good. And I'm just going to tell you something, okay? I'm going I'm to tell you Vicky's coaching of me and... All of the stuff that she offers for free in in her live streams and this book uh, will help anybody who actually applies themselves and does the work to earn money and to do good in sales. Just saying. So if you're interested in, you know, actually making sales and building your business, first of all, I would encourage you to get her book, Direct Selling 101, and make sure you come on Friday next week to the show um, and all that. And, of course... I want to tell you another story about identity theft because I have to every day, just so you know. Okay, so I just saw this story. This is over on governmentexecutive.com website, and it's titled, IRS Employee Admits to Criminal Identity Theft. <laughs> that, that certainly would put you in a position to steal someone's identity. I know. Listen to working this. Working for the IRS. At a time when curbing identity theft is high risk on the I on the Internal Revenue Services agenda, an Atlanta-based IRS employee has pleaded guilty to a stolen identity fraud scheme. The Justice Department announced on Thursday that IRS contact representative Stephanie Parker, based in Atlanta, admitted to at least five instances between September 2012 and March 2013, in which, after taking calls from taxpayers seeking help, she used the taxpayers' personal information to electronically file fraudulent tax returns in their names without their authorization. She used the caller's social security numbers and home addresses to file phony tax returns and then directed the refund checks to be deposited in bank accounts controlled by her friends. So she had accomplices even. Parker, in turn, had the money withdrawn from at least one of those accounts and deposited a portion of the money into her own bank account and used it for personal expenses, said Principal Deputy Assistant Attorney General Richard Zuckerman of the Tax Division and U.S. Attorney 
Byung Pak of the Northern District of Georgia. Parker faces a mandatory sentence of two years in prison, as well as a period of supervised release, restitution, and monetary penalties. The department commended the work on the case by special agents of IRS criminal investigation and the Treasury Inspector General for Tax Administration, who conducted the investigation, and trial attorneys Michael Boteler, Alexander FND. I'm sure that guy gets a lot of harassment with his name there, and Melanie Smith of the Tax Division. So I bring this up because uh, with Legal Shield, when you sign up for ID Shield, you you guys get protected. The 65 different pieces of information are protected under a 995 individual plan every month, and that includes your Social Security and your passport and your driver's license, and then a whole bunch of other stuff, and they give you a $5 million guarantee if something happens. If this woman had identity, ID shield, or whoever it was that she ripped off, that person would have been notified instantly and would have, and would have known this, right? So I want to encourage you again to sign up for ID shield and legal shield today because it will really help you out. In fact, I posted today over on my Stacey Lynn Harp MS Facebook page, a graphic that says work for yourself, but not by yourself. Um, and I know a lot of people feel afraid to start their own company or sign up with a direct sales company because they're left alone, like trying to figure out how do I do this? Legal Shield rocks. Okay. I'm just going to tell you Legal Shield rocks. It is the best direct sales company, I think, in the world. The compensation is great. They train you. If you do what they tell you to do, you will make money and you'll make your $99 investment back. That's all it takes to join and be an associate like me. And if you are somebody that wants to make some money, hey, check this out. Christmas is coming. Just saying. Christmas is coming. If you need some extra money, you should sign up to be an associate. And I will train you personally. My team will train you. Legal Shield's going to train you. And if you apply yourself and you do the work, you're going to make your money back like that. I did. And I have to tell you that it rocks because like what it says here, work for yourself, not by yourself. I wrote in my email today that as disciples of Christ, you know, followers of Christ, you know, Jesus didn't say, hey, go therefore out into the whole world to, you know, share the gospel and do it all by yourself. I'm not going to give you anybody to help you or any instructions. (laughs) No, he gave us the Holy Spirit to help us, to teach us, and he gave us the Bible, like this, you know, as L.A. Marzulli says, the guidebook to the supernatural, to actually, he gave us like a whole 66 books in one book to read so that we know how to do stuff. So, um, you know, I'm, there's no other way I can say it, you know, protect yourself with legal shield, get your will done, get it done, get it done. You know, I'm telling you, my friends, Billy and Tony, who I signed up the other night, when I told them about Legal Shield, they went, sign me up. Literally, they were like, sign me up. All I did was say, you're, you can get your will done. They paid 2500 bucks to get theirs done. <laughs> you can get it done for 25 a month as your membership fee and get it renewed every year. Update it and all that for only 25 bucks a month. So... 
just think about it and get in touch with me if you want to learn more because um, I definitely want to sign you up. I'm, my goal is to sign everybody I know up personally. And just so you know, if you um, know me and you don't know that I'm doing this, you will eventually find out I'm doing it because it, I, it's my responsibility to alert the world <laughs> to let everybody know about how great this service is. Right, Bareface? Yes, dear. It's, it's, off, it's awesome. I mean, not only do you get all this legal protection for like pennies, really, for the for the for the quality, but you get a members perk program. You get, you know, protection on all your stuff, and you know, I I just got the business supplement because I need some contracts written for me. The business supplement is like ten bucks a month, nine ninety five, you know, and hey, I don't have thousands of dollars to contact a lawyer and say hey can you write up some business contracts for me but now i can get them done because i just signed on for a little business supplement and they're gonna give me my stuff what i need you know debt collection hey just out of curiosity how many of you guys have a business and you've ever not gotten paid by somebody or you've done business with somebody and they've ripped you off and you're like well, i don't know what to do well with legal shield you can actually have them write a letter if you get a business plan, they'll even write a letter, uh, debt collecting letter, which incidentally, just so you know, when a person gets a letter regarding uh, a debt collector from a collection agency versus a lawyer, the collection agency return is about 18%. A lawyer is close to 100 So I don't know about you, but I would feel more threatened getting a letter from a lawyer <laughs> than I would a collection agency. And usually as a result of that, that person gets their money. So I'm just saying, anyway, I could go on and on, but um, Patriots United, hopefully you heard the answer to your question that Randall just gave a little while ago. And like I said, you guys contact me. Let's get signed up for ID Shield and Legal Shield. Change your life forever. If you want to make more money, sign up today with me. Uh, it's $99 to start. That's lifetime, by the way. And there's a gazillion benefits to this membership um, and to actually selling it, too. So you get a lot of benefits when you sell it. You get actually associate perks and a whole bunch of stuff. So um, so if you want to grow as a leader in particular, definitely sign up for that reason, too. <laughs> so <laughs> I'm thinking about starting just a separate show on, about Legal Shield and its stuff just because it's, it's so great. Randall's like, what are you doing? I'm like... Legal shield. Because, <laughs> you know, you feel empowered, you know? Hey, it's like when I became a Christian, I got all excited about the Bible. Now I have legal shield. <laughs> because the law protects you. Hopefully yeah. not. Is, well. is something better. <laughs> no. But. No, I mean, but seriously, you have more confidence, especially. And you keep your ears open in a different way when you know that you have somebody backing you up. And especially in this particular company, you're working for yourself, but you are not working by yourself. Uh, I mean, seriously, they have groups, but you have people you can reach out to. The guy here locally has helped me out a ton. And, you know, I'm not paying him anything. He's just like, Stace, do this. Come on, just send that out. This blah, blah, whatever. And I'm like, okay. And lo and behold, boom. You know, there you go. So. What are you passionate about, Bareface? I think we've got about eight minutes left of the show. We do? Yeah, I mean, usually we go over like 15 minutes on Friday, right? Do you guys have any other questions? Do you? Hmm? Do you? Do you have any questions in Periscope? Uh, uh, by the way, I also want to bring this up. My friend Jennifer, who I mentioned the other day, 
as somebody who got featured again on Periscope and she got her gold star. She actually agrees with me that that we should be a gold star show here on Periscope. She she thinks that there's actually um definite bias against us, you know, on Periscope, just so you know. Cuz she's like, I don't get it. How come my show's being featured all the time? <laughs> I'm like, I have no idea. So, anyway, just thought I'd share that. You guys are kind of quiet. I see you all. I see your faces. Those little dots. That one heart that just came up. The other heart. I don't even know who's given the hearts because I can't see who it is. Who's given us the hearts? Is it a bot that's given us the hearts? Let's see. Yeah, I think it is. I think it's the bot. We're getting hearts from a bot. Yeah, we are. All right. All right, well, it doesn't look like anybody wants to talk. So if you want to close out the show, go for it. I don't know what you're doing. Who, me? Yeah, you. I was just listening to you. Ah. Did you know that if you're in a, if you're in a, a meeting, here, here's, here's one for you. You probably didn't know this. Well, you probably did because you're all smart. I knew this, but it was confirmed recently when I was reading a book on leadership. Did you know that when you've, have you, have you ever been in a meeting with, with lots of people, like a Bible study or something like that. And the leader of the group is yapping, and then somebody else in the group speaks up, and everybody pays attention to that person more than the actual leader. You know, you know why they do that? It's because that person that was speaking, and the leader, it's because that person that was speaking is the real leader, not the person leading the group. So, there you go. You too, Stephen, and I will follow you back. Just so you know, I got your, I saw your thing, but I can't go into there until I'm after here. So, so think about it. next time you go into a meeting somewhere, watch people, like, and who they pay attention to most, and you'll see that most of the time it's the real leader, you know, not the leader, not the person that's up front, unless they're really a, a leader. I noticed this all the time when I was in when I was going to women's Bible studies. The women's leader, what, nobody would pay attention to them. But whenever I spoke, everybody paid attention. And then when the women's leader was speaking, they would all look at me like, "What do you think?" And I'm like, "I don't know. She's the leader." <laughs> but it's true. Did you know that bareface? Well, the groups sometimes an unofficial leader. Well, that people can command an audience that are actually leaders. They don't have to walk around going, hey, look at me, I'm a leader. Right, right. They don't have to have an official title or, right. Yeah. Right, groups often have an unofficial leader. Well, what is it, do you think, what, what is it about me, though, that people are automatically drawn to me and stuff? It's your beauty, it's your sense of humor... It's, uh, you're incessant talking. No. <laughs> My humility. Humility, <laughs> that's it. And, no, you just have a, uh, you have an energy. A certain, energy. je ne sais quoi. What? What's that mean? I don't know what that means. It means, I don't know what. <laughs> I do know what it means. It's French. 
that means I don't know what. It's when oh, there's that means I don't know what. When there's something that somebody just has a something you can't describe. You say a, a certain je ne sais quoi. My hair. That's it. That's what Sylvie Sulin uh, said. My hair. Yeah, I got a lot. Of, I got a lot of that. My hair does stand out. That's for sure. So this morning, I got to share this story. So this morning, I woke up, and of course, our cat was meowing incessantly as always. Meow, 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 meow. And uh, and my face beams. And uh, anyway, so the cat was was meowing at me. This is like first thing in the morning, right? I'm still in bed, right? And then I get up, I go to the bathroom because hello, don't we all? So I go to the bathroom. Of course, everybody starts following me, like the cat and the dog. So I come back out. I get back in bed because I'm like, I'm gonna go back to bed. Grover is jumping all over me, and wagging his tail. And then he's stretching and he's wagging his tail. And so of course I'm like, hey. Hey, mister, you're so cute. I love you so much. Blah, blah. And he's licking me and everything. And then he rolls over on his back. And I notice on his underbelly and his boy part, okay, that there's these little red dots <laughs> on his boy part. His, uh, on his prepuce. Yes. And so I'm laying in bed. I'm like, I don't want to get up. But I got to go play pickleball today. So I got to get up. I got to cook the dogs their eggs. And I got to get ready. Blah, blah. <laughs> all this other stuff and next thing you know i get this text message from randall and it says dog penis health guide everything you need to know (laughs) and i started laughing because because by she she had called me over i was going upstairs well come here and look at this and she wanted to show off what was going on with his with his prepuce, and then, and so then, yeah, I looked at it, and thought, hmm, that is interesting. So then I looked it up, and I thought, rather than, than, you know, regurgitate the entire article or try to summarize it, I just sent her a link to it. I know, but that's the funniest text message I think you've ever sent me. Okay. The thing that made me laugh was the everything you need to know part. <laughs> Which is not a lot. You don't need, unless you plan on becoming a doctor of veterinary medicine, there's not a whole lot you need to know. Right. But yeah. Anyway, that what prompted that was, aside from the fact, see, Randall always finds me info. <laughs> Whenever we discuss any type of issue, Randall inevitably finds me something. He texts me a message. But somebody else uh, posted on Instagram, um, a meme on what when you work together with your spouse what type of text messages you get sent and i you know you know you would think i love you so much you are hot no no mine this morning was the simple dog penis health guide everything you need to know <laughs> if you don't know the backstory it's it's funny without knowing the backstory but don't you guys think that's funny i thought it was funny I don't know why I thought it was so funny, but it doesn't take much to make me laugh. That's good. I think people like that. Yeah. But uh, you should say goodnight, Gracie. (laughs) All right. Before I go, though, if you want to get text notifications of our show, then you got to text me your phone number if you want me to put it on this weekend. Uh, or you're going to have to wait till Monday when everything hopefully will be working for me. So if, if that interests you. Please do that. Of course, join my email list at BibleNewsRadio.com. If that doesn't work, send me a message. I'll go ahead and I will add your email manually. And you'll get email when I send it out. 
All right, that sound like a plan? All right, all right, there we go. Yeah, we are. Okay, people, we're going to play pickleball tomorrow. I hope you guys go have some fun tomorrow. I hope whatever you do, you have lots of joy in your life. And just remember to be bold, people. Stand up. Go with God because he loves you. And don't let people bully you. Like if they're like, hey, don't say Jesus around me. Just just say, you know what? I'll pray for you. <laughs> in Jesus' name, amen. No, I'm just kidding. Or am I? Am I kidding? No, I don't think I am. You know what? We got to be bold. We have nothing to be ashamed of. And we have the answer, right? So go go and enjoy yourself and, and have a good have a good weekend. Randall just threw something at the dog because he's, you know, he's licking himself on that particular area. All right. Bye, so, people. <laughs> we'll talk to you later.